Somebody who doesn't understand why they need to declutter their desks, they're not going to look at your content that shows them how to. But if you're saying suddenly, hey, did you know decluttering your desk means you'll get 60% more done in a day? That is going to catch somebody's attention who wouldn't necessarily have considered decluttering their desk. And now you're on their radar, whereas previously you were only talking to the people who already knew they needed to and might already have done it. Welcome to Imperfect Action. I'm Steph Taylor. For years, I read all the books, downloaded all the freebies, and did all the courses. But it wasn't until I started taking Imperfect Action that my business had its first million-dollar year. Imperfect Action is about doing things before you're ready, prioritizing consistent action over perfect action, and moving forward, even when you're not sure you're doing it right. On this show, you can expect mindset advice, actionable marketing tips, and strategies to build a business that brings you more profit, more freedom, and even more joy. Are you on the list to get my daily biz boosters? Every day, I'll send you a bite-sized prompt designed to help you grow your business in a more intentional way. Sign up at stephtaylor.co forward slash DBB or at the link in the show notes. Hey, welcome back to Imperfect Action. This is episode 622. Today, I'm chatting with Leah from The Productivity Queen, who is struggling with a range of different offers that she sells in her business and struggling to sell these different offers to various different audiences and different ideal clients without actually confusing them, without them thinking that she's jumping from one to the next, to the next, to the next. And she's trying to not overload her audience by talking about all of the different offers all at once. So I know if you are somebody who has multiple different ideal clients or you have ideal clients at different stages of their journey and you have different offers to serve these different people, this can, this challenge can pop up pretty frequently. So we're workshopping that in today's episode and she had so many aha moments. I loved being on the other end of this call. So let's jump into today's coaching call with Leah. Welcome, Leah. I'm so excited to be workshopping with you. A problem that I know many of my listeners struggle with, and that is selling various different digital products to your audience, various different offers to your audience without confusing them. So for our people who are tuning in, please, would you introduce who you are, what you do, and explain this struggle a little bit more in your own words? Yeah, definitely. So my name is Leah. I am the resident productivity queen and I'm pretty much just paid to be a bit of an ass kicker to a lot of my clients. So really just kind of helping them to not only find the structure and the, I want to say order to their business and really finding a business that suits them, but giving them those extra little nudges along the way to actually make sure they're moving through that uncomfortable action that a lot of business owners really struggle with. So that's probably predominantly a lot of what I do with business owners, especially women in the service-based industry. I think so this particular topic, because I'm really struggling with, I know what my offers are and I know how they can help people. And I know roughly who I should be offering what to but it's almost like I know people in my audience are at different levels so how do I know what to offer when and how to make sure it doesn't seem confusing that I'm offering all these different products and like digital products and these services like I want to offer and sell them to my audience 
but I'm afraid that I'm overcomplicating it or making it confusing. Like they don't really know how to work with me, if that makes sense. That makes so much sense. So walk me through what your office suite looks like right now. Yeah. So currently my office suite right now is a quarterly strategic workshop that I do obviously every quarter. I've then got my Ask Kicking Accountability, which is a monthly Voxer coaching. I've got my Inner Queen Intensive Mentoring, which is a 12-week program. Um, and then I also have online business management for anybody who wants to do more ongoing work. Mm-hmm. And then as part of my digital products, I've also got um, 28 Days to Ask Kicking Accountability, which is basically like an email every day with a workbook on how to be more productive. Um, and then I've also got a couple of other templates as well. Um, some are freebies and some are paid offers as well. Okay. Talk me through these templates. What kind of templates yeah. do you have in there? So one of the templates is a Sunday setup for success, which is a freebie, which allows people to really kind of set up their week on a Sunday afternoon, gives them the step-by-step instruction, um, makes it really clear for them to be able to know what they're walking into for the week without feeling that overwhelm. And then one of the other ones is a content template that I've done in Airtable and customized um, for some of the clients that I've worked with and I've had a lot of great feedback. So I was like, this is a great thing for me to kind of sell. So that is um, a paid product. Um those are probably the two main ones that I'm working on at the moment. Yeah. Quite a lot there. I know, right? There's quite a lot that you're selling. <laughs> See why I'm confused? Because I think I'm confusing myself. <laughs> so your ideal client, is it the same ideal client for every single one of these offers or do you have a couple of different ones? I think it's the same ideal client, but just meeting them at different stages of their business. Mm, okay. So then I'm like, does that technically mean I should have different ideal clients? Yeah, no, that's, and that's complete, that's completely normal. And that's what tends to happen is, and I mean, like even, so I look at, for example, my business where I've got multiple different ideal clients because Mm -hmm. the ideal client who is launching an online course is very different to an ideal client who doesn't even know what they're creating yet. Yeah. But that person who's then created it then becomes that person who is launching it. That person who has launched it then becomes the online business owner who is now ready to start removing themselves. And that's when they become the ideal client for Freedom Fast Track. So they do evolve over time. And in some ways, you have a, you have a couple of different options. Um, so you can look at, uh, focusing in on one ideal client per sort of audience. So, for example, let's say that everybody who follows you on Instagram is really early on in this yeah. journey. So you would be focusing on reaching those people, connecting with those people, and then moving them into that next step, which might okay. be downloading one of your freebies. Yeah. Then your email list, maybe you know people on your email list are a little bit further along, or maybe you have a broader group. Maybe you can segment them within that email list based yeah. on what lead magnet they've downloaded, what freebie they've downloaded and retarget them that way. Or you can do it so that you are focusing, you know, this this month we are going to promote this particular offer. Next month we're going to promote that particular offer. And it feels confusing to you and you might be like, oh, but everyone's getting really confused. I'm talking about this one month and then this the next month. But the key is to find the thread that then weaves them all together, which in your case is productivity. 
And within that productivity that you are selling them, like productivity is the solution to their problem. And within that, there is going to be something else that is some kind of structure or some kind of Mm. process that you can create taking them from that point where they are that very first early, early ideal client to that end point where they have achieved whatever your last step offer is. Yeah. I've got that complete freedom. Yeah. Yeah. That definitely makes a lot more sense. I think thinking of it as though I'm taking my particular audience wherever they're situated on that journey depending on the offer that I'm going to sell to them. And I do feel like a lot of the people in my Instagram audience um, tend to be in that early phase. So I think sometimes when I'm promoting offers that might be not necessarily a more high ticket offer, but a little bit further along in the business journey, it doesn't seem to hit as well because it's not hitting the right people at the right time, if that makes sense. Yes, absolutely. And then, you know, like where where are you at the moment? Re- like where are you growing your audience with new people? What are you doing to get new people in? At the moment, it is Instagram, which I'm not entirely happy with. <laughs> no, nobody <laughs> is because it's not it's not a place to grow your audience. It's a place to nurture your existing audience. Pretty much. <laughs> Very true. Um, so my, I really want to be focusing this year on growing my email list and okay. really trying to bring people in and educating them in that sense, I think is where my biggest priority is for this year. Okay. So in that case, I would be looking at creating a couple of different freebies. I know you've already got mm-hmm. some and I don't know how the freebies correlate to the various different ideal clients. So I would start, yeah. actually step one would be clearly define who these ideal mm. clients are. And it might be somebody called Kate, Kate plus one year, Kate plus three years, Kate plus yeah. five years. It might look like that. Um, or it might be completely different people. So start by identifying and defining who they are and then think about, okay, what kind of lead magnet do I need to create? What kind of freebie do I need to create? And how do I need to communicate this to attract Kate? And then yeah. another, another freebie. What do I need to create to attract Kate plus one year? What freebie do I need to create to attract Kate plus two years? Yep. And have those almost separate little paths into your business. And then when you are anywhere where you are sharing a piece of content, like say Instagram, then you can give that call to action to download whatever freebie you think is relevant to that piece of content. Yeah. But also then when you are going onto other people's podcasts, for example, Mm. or teaching masterclasses to people's memberships or groups, you can get a vague feel for what their listeners or what their audience is like, where they're at. Mm-hmm. And based off that, you can say, okay, I'm going to try, I'm going to give them a call to action to download the Kate plus two years lead back. Yeah. So you're funneling in, them into that. Yeah. No, that's definitely so much clearer. <laughs> I'm well, it's truly overcomplicating it. Um, but it is, it was like, okay, well, how do I make sure I'm giving it, giving the right information to the right people? It wasn't even about, making sure I'm giving them the right offer. I just felt like I wasn't even giving them the right information to start with on how Mm. any of this would even work. Whereas I think being able to kind of clearly define what all those different Kate versions are and where she's at at those particular times in her business is going to make it really clear for me to be able to go, this is kind of the journey that she would follow at each particular point. Yeah, no, that's so much clearer. 
So, and then what kind of free content are you creating? So obviously you said Instagram, are you creating content and sharing it anywhere else? At the moment, I have a blog that I post out on my website, which comes from my weekly lives that I do on Instagram. And then I'm also looking at launching a podcast um, called Building a Mumpire, um, which will obviously very much kind of tie in me, my personality, how I work and how, you know, women in business should be running their businesses. So I'm hoping to kind of keep the same theme running for everything. (laughs) So... Okay. So then when, when it comes then to those Instagram lives and the blog content and your other Instagram content, what are you typically talking about? Give me some examples of topics you've talked about. Um, topics I've talked about probably, I just recently did a live before our chat this morning, actually for, um, even doubt reach out. So kind of making it clear for people to, if they've got questions or queries, not feeling like they can't reach out and ask for those, um, simple pieces of advice, um, giving, you know, five steps on how to have a more productive day at work, how to kind of declutter your desk. It's, yeah, and almost like little reminders of like make sure you're taking breaks, make sure, you know, you're checking your daily to-do list before you clock off so that you've got an opportunity to come in the next day more fresh. So that's the kind of content that I'm currently creating, which is very ad hoc. It's So it sounds very much like it's how-to kind of content. Mm. So what is taking, what is stopping somebody from decluttering their desk? Other than not knowing how to do it, what else is stopping them from doing it? Um, effort, time. They don't think it's a huge priority. I would probably say would be the biggest ones. So somebody who doesn't see desk decluttering and how that's mm. going to impact their productivity as a priority is never, ever going to buy. Yeah. Right. So your free content then should be showing them why it's a priority to clutter, to declutter their desk rather yeah. than how to do it. Because somebody yeah. who doesn't understand why they need to declutter their desk, they're not going to look at your content that shows them how to. But if you're saying suddenly, hey, did you know decluttering your desk means you'll get 60% more done in a day? Mm-hmm. That is going to catch somebody's attention who wouldn't necessarily yeah. have considered decluttering their desk. And now you're on their radar, whereas previously you were only talking to the people who already knew they needed to and might already have done it yeah yeah that makes sense and and content like that then also isn't just relevant to kate or kate plus one or kate plus it's Mm. relevant to all of them yeah and there might be some pieces of content that are more specific to one particular version of kate but that's that's okay like it's not going to all be all relevant to all the different versions of kate yeah but there will and be I think some commonalities. Sometimes, I think sometimes I get stuck there thinking that I need it to be relevant to all of them in case I'm missing one of them. <laughs> like I don't want them to feel like they're not getting what they need. But I think it, by thinking that way, I'm overcomplicating it. Okay, let's let's try a different tack. Let's try a different approach here. So, what would you say? Let's if I had to say to you, Leah, what are the three most or four most important principles in increasing productivity? If you could only give me four principles, what would they be? Or like principles, like your ethos, like what do you believe in when it comes to productivity? Four things would be having clear, defined processes, Mm -hmm. ensuring that the systems you bring into your business are suited for your business and not changing your business to find a system. Mm -hmm. Um, 
ensuring that anything that you automate or create as an ease in your business doesn't affect your customer journey. Mm -hmm. And then really having a look at making sure that your values in your personal life are reflected in how you conduct your business. Like that would probably be my four. Okay. Also, those are your main content pillars. Yeah. And those are mostly going to be relevant to all of the different versions Mm. of your ideal client. Yeah. And your free content then is selling people on these pillars because yeah. that's your, that is your approach to productivity. And that is what makes you different from everybody else who's out there selling kind of the same outcome. Yeah. yeah pretty much. Right. <laughs> so you're, you're really showing people why these things matter so much. Yeah. And how it's going to impact their business rather than just saying, here's how to declutter your desk, which is useful. But it's also Mm -hmm. been done, you know, like that's been done so many times. Somebody can Google that so easily. So creating stuff that, you know, isn't already out there on Google. I love. Thank you. How is this all feeling? Any questions that are popping up as we talk about this? No, I definitely feel like I've got some work to do this weekend. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. So there'll be a bigger glass of wine working through all this. But it definitely feels like I have a bit more of a clearer understanding of which direction I need to be heading in. So it's not necessarily that I was doing it completely wrong, but I was just, you know, I was going in the wrong direction. But I definitely feel like this is a much clearer structure for me to not only recreate the content that I'm selling, but then also making sure that the offers and the funnels that I'm putting people in are relevant to where they're actually at in their stage. I think huge, huge clarity from this conversation. It can, yeah, it can make such a difference just mapping it all out, like having it in front of you versus like having it all in your head. And you're like, oh, there's so many different offers floating around and I don't know who I'm selling what to, and I don't know what to talk about to sell one versus the other, like having it down on paper, just like map it out and Mm. take it back to who is that ideal client for each one of these what freebies, what free content do they need from me? What mm. free downloads do they need from me? Uh, there might be, you might run a webinar to sell one particular one. You might get people on sales calls to sell another one, like thinking about what that process looks like. Yeah. Um, there might be one that you say, Oh, I'm going to live launch this a few times a year. Like the, maybe the, um, was it the intensive mentoring, the 12 week yeah. one? Maybe that one is something that you only run twice a year. So you're only. Yeah promoting it twice a year. Yeah. No, I do like the idea of that. Definitely having just that clear structure of where everyone kind of funnels in. So much more sense. <laughs> <laughs> so your homework. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, like writing it down, I'm like, yep, no, definitely got to do that. <laughs> so your homework is then define those ideal clients. Yes. Uh, ideal client plus one year, if, if that makes more sense to you. Uh, define what free content and what freebies they need from you. And start brainstorming content topics within those four pillars mm. that you gave me because those are fantastic. And I think They're that was spin. the first time that I've ever done that particular exercise and been so clear on what, like, I never, I never saw those as pillars. I just saw those as things that I talk about. Yeah. There you go. Those are your pillars. That's like, like almost your manifesto, right? Yeah. It might be more, and you might, as you sit down to do it, you might find mm. that you actually have six of them. That's fine. Yeah. It doesn't have to be four. I just thought yeah. four is a nice number yeah. to put you on the spot with. <laughs> yeah. But no, that was, it was perfect. And I think I forget that those are such a structured way of what I want to teach. Now it's like, 
how do I deliver that content within those particular pillars? So, and oh, most people, amazing. most people don't think of it like that, unfortunately, because no. we see, we see a lot of how to content. We see a lot of tips and we think that's what we have to be doing, but that's not what sets you apart from everybody else. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I've definitely fallen into that trap of like, I'll just do tips and how to's and five ways to do this and 10 ways to do that. And, um, which is really great, easy content to make, but it like, I've noticed that it hasn't been hitting and I'm like, why isn't it hitting? This is why, because it's hitting the right people in that particular audience. So (laughs) wonderful. Well, Leah, this was a nice, quick and easy workshopping session together. I'm so grateful for you being so open with this and I'm excited. I'm excited to hear how this all goes. I am too. I'll definitely let you know how I go mapping it all out. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. That is it for today's episode. If you haven't already hit subscribe, make sure you hit the plus button in Apple Podcasts or the follow button in Spotify and you'll get each new episode straight to your podcast app every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And if you have any friends who you think might be struggling with this issue, hit the share button, copy the link, and send it over to them. It's how I get to help more people. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you next time.